Blog Talk Radio. Jesus is a heartbeat. Blood inside of me. Life inside of me. Jesus call us friend and we are 
his brethren and he is our father so let's go in prayer father we bless you this morning we bless you we bless you we honor you we celebrate you we thank you for everything and we are thanking you for your holy spirit thank you lord we worship you we need you today we need you tomorrow and we need you forever guide us teach us we are sitting here today we need you in our life we bless you lord in christ jesus amen so we are going to be reading from john chapter 15 and of course you know this is kingdom keys spiritual and body series and this is Kidon Empowerment Inc. Radio, K-E-I-F-M.com. And you are free to call in. The number is 646-668-2413. Hallelujah. So I'm going to read from uh, the book of John. And I gave some scriptures on the uh, on the screen. So you see it there. I'm going to read from chapter 15 of of the book of John. Let's see if we can read from from 9. Okay. It said, As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. Verse 10 says, If you keep my commandment, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandment and abide in his love. These things, that is verse 11, I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Verse 12, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Let me tell you that word again. It said, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Verse 13 says, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Verse 14, he said, You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. You are my friend if you do whatever I command you. Verse 15, No longer do I call you servants. For a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So we are seeing that Jesus has been speaking. If you look at if you look back to from chapter 14 and then chapter 15 he's been speaking to his disciples and even from verse 13 uh, he washes disciples feet and he identified his betrayer gave a new commandment loving one another and uh, he proclaimed that he was the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, there was some uh, revelation there that 
he was the father because Timothy was questioning. Show uh, Philip was excuse me, Philip was questioning. Show us the father, and that would be sufficient for us. Then uh, we now go to the question of peace. I have lived with you. Peace I give to you. Now he's talking about the true vine. Then he moved on to love and joy. And he began to speak about the commandment that we should love one another as I have loved you. And he crowned it all with verse 13, that greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends, of which he, he was going to do very soon. And that is exactly what he did. He died for you. He died for me. He died for my kind. Verse 14 says, you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. So the quality of being his friends is when we do whatever he commanded us to do. And that is loving one another. He said, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. So as a servant, there are certain things that are not laid bare to us. Realize that until this point, Jesus had called his disciples servants. When you look at John chapter 12, verse 26, he did it there. And John chapter 13, from verse 13 to 16, he also did it there. And a servant does what he's told. You know, we, we just gave our instruction. Do that, and he does it. So a servant does what he is told and sees what his master does, but does not necessarily know the meaning or purpose of it. A friend knows what is happening because friends develop that is the, the, the friendship have developed fellowship by communicating with one another, loving one another. <clears throat> so a friend knows what is happening because friends develop deep fellowship by communicating with one another. Now, because Jesus Christ is Lord and Master, He He should call His servants. He should call us servants. Because Jesus Christ is Lord and Master, He should call us servants. Right? But he calls us friends. How comforting, how encouraging, and how inspiring to be chosen as Christ's friends. 
say, this is not to encourage us today. But we have a friend, we have a brother, and we have a father. So no matter the situation we are going through, no matter what is going on, no matter the, uh, the problem, the situation we find ourselves, the circumstances, the trouble, we say, what a friend we have in Jesus. What a brother we have in Jesus. And what a father we have in Jesus. It's very comforting. And it's very reassuring for you and I to be chosen as Christ's friends. Because he is the Lord and Master. We owe him our unqualified obedience. But most of all, Jesus asks us to obey him because we love him. To obey him because we love him. He said, this is my commandment that we love one another as I have loved you. So we have to love each other as Jesus loved us. And he loved us enough to give us his life. We may not have to die for someone, but there are other ways to practice his sacrificial love. For example, it could be just listening to somebody. It could just be by helping. It could just be by encouraging. It could just be by giving. In fact, we need to think of someone in need, someone in particular who needs this kind of need today. And when we look around, there will be somebody who will be in need. So we are to give all the love we can and then try to give a little. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Very important. And when you go with me to the book of Proverbs 17, verse 17. I love this verse so much. It says, A friend loveth at all times. But a brother is born for adversity. A friend does what? Loves at all times. But a brother is born for what? Adversity. A friend loves at all times, but a, and a brother is born for adversity. You know, a true friend is constant. A real brother helps in times of stress. And what is adversity? Adversity like in affliction, like a distress, like just a normal daily trouble. You find uh, a so-called friend 
disappeared. Can't find him no more. Right? Disappeared. What kind of friend are you? My dear brother, my dear sister. There is a vast difference between knowing someone well and being a true friend. The greatest evidence of genuine friendship is loyalty. That is the greatest characteristic of a genuine friendship. It's loyalty. That is loving all times. At all times. Being able to help in times of distress, in times of affliction, in times of struggle, in times of temptation, uh, uh, in times of, uh, you know, you find, <clears throat> we were talking with a lady yesterday, that's a lady yesterday, talking about how her song. Is in jail. Um, is is you know the system is not built up for to really take care of people who have come out. There's no really uh, a system to help you to now clean up to uh, reassure you to take you back to job or, or to employ you and um, the moment this guy was released he like nobody wants him tried to get a job he, he um, somebody reported him that he has gone to jail before where he was working and they fired him so he went back to the same drug that took him there the first time, and he was taken back to jail. So he was saying that, uh, what am I going to do? Because I have a record, and when I'm released, nobody wants to hire So in all these, the father has made it a point not to talk to him anymore. The father doesn't call, he does not even find out how he's, he's doing and all that. So you, you can imagine what type of friend, what type of father would have done something wrong. I don't know the relationship between the son and the father, but still it's the son. Does no matter. Whatever you have done, still your still your son. This never try your son has your you spoken to your son and he didn't hear that was why he's in jail because of that. I'm just giving an instance. Then because of that you don't want to talk to your son. No. An example is Jesus. Jesus never give up on us. Never. He has never given up on me. And he will never give up on anybody. He will never give up on you. He will never give up on me. It's not giving up on anyone. No matter how bad 
For no matter how what we have done, no matter the gravity of our sins, he never gives up. His hands are open, wide. The scripture says that he stands on the door and is knocking. So we are the one to open the door and he come in. So it's not that I'm not standing on the door. Okay, this guy has done something very, very bad, so I'm not going to. No. That's not the Jesus I know. That's not the Jesus that is on the scripture. You know, there are all kinds of scriptures. I mean, all kinds of Jesus. So, so what am I saying? Evidence of genuine friendship is loyalty. That's loving at all times. Not when the situation is favorable. Not when all things are going well. Not when there is a general thing, money, food on the table, money in the pocket, there is a bank account loaded up. You find so many friends. You find they will call you names. They will give you all kinds of Things you want to hear, you want to <laughs> say all kinds of things you want to hear. But the moment that situation begins to change, when you see it, it, it was up, now it's it slowly descending, descending, things are getting bad, now worse, you see everyone disappearing begin to see everyone disappearing. Then you begin to see your true friends. True friends, I'm telling you. You begin to see who will stick around. There are some you will call, they will look at your number, they will not answer. And there are some you will call, they, they will say, oh, I'm sorry. They will give all kinds of excuses, the reason why they won't be able to help you. Yeah, that's reality, real life. You know, Christianity is practicing it, living it. It's not preaching. It's not just talking or reading the Bible. We have to make the Bible work. We have to work it, live it, practice it. It's living. A friend love at all times. All times means all times, not when situations are favorable. Holy. No. All times is all times. Good times and bad times. And a brother will be there. Of course, he's there when times are also good. But he will be there. You discover that your so-called friend who have been calling you when things are good, things are all, there's enjoyment, there's full money, your so-called friends will be there. And your brother will be there also. But when there's that adversity, that trouble, your brother will be there with you. He will stay with you. It's your flesh and blood. They will be there. If they are born for what? Adversity. They might not be there when things are going well, things are because they have their own life. Right? 
is our brother. But when things are bad, you will see your brother come from that side, your brother from this side, your brother from that side. They are like, this is my flesh and blood. What do we do? They want to solve that situation. Because they are made for that. You see, you say they are born. They are brought up. You grew together. So they are born for what? Trouble. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus is a brother. And Jesus is a friend. Times are running out. Let's quickly go to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. Okay? And just because of time, I'm just going to rush for um, uh, 829. Okay? Pray the same. Call. And those whom he called, he also justified. That is, declare free of the guilt of sin. And those whom he justified, he also glorified, raising them to heavenly. Sorry, I'm reading for this. Say for those who, whom he foreknew and loved and chose beforehand, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Okay. So let's read it on the New King, New Living Translation. Okay, 29, Romans 8, 29 says, He said, For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son will be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So we are a brother and a sister in in uh, uh, in in the line because we are his brethren. King James said brethren. That is we are brothers and sisters with Jesus. We are brothers and sisters with Jesus. And quickly when you go to uh uh Matthew, remember remember the incident where they were looking for the one when Jesus was now saying in Matthew chapter twelve verse forty eight and the scripture says but he answered let's let's read it. That is Matthew Matthew twelve <clears throat> Okay. You know why he yet talked to the people, behold, his mother and his brethren stood without desiring to speak with him. That is Matthew twelve forty six. Then twelve forty seven said, Then one said to unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without desiring to speak with thee. Now forty eight. But he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother and who is who are my brethren? Forty-nine says, and he stretched forth his hands toward his disciples and said, "Behold, my mother and my brethren." Fifty says, for whoever shall do the will of my Father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. 
Isn't that wonderful? So whoever whoever shall do the will of my Father who is in heaven, the same is my brother and my sister and mother. It's a friend, it's a brother and a father. Hallelujah. Hebrew, Hebrew, let's quickly say Hebrew chapter 2, uh, verse 11. For the sixty seconds I have remaining, it says, For both he that sanctifies and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Sanctify we who sanctify him. So he is not ashamed to identify himself with us. And uh, comforting. When I read it, I find a lot of times it's, it's not a shame. I find a lot of joy with this. It's not ashamed. You know, you can be ashamed, ashamed of people. You can, you can, you, maybe you, when you look at me, oh, this one doesn't have enough money, so I'm ashamed to identify with Sonny. No, but he is not ashamed to call me his brother. Is he ashamed of you, my dear brother, my dear sister? No. It's, it's his word. His word is yea and amen. He said, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. So, my brother, my sister, be encouraged today. He is not ashamed to call you his brother or his sister. For that moment, for that purpose, we are never to feel sorry for ourselves, to begin to worry because he loves you and he will always love you. So stay, remain blessed till we see you again in Christ Jesus.